In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today as we celebrate the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, we have two strange readings from the same, um, it seems like two opposite readings. The Gospel is taken from two places. Matthew, when Jesus says, you know, I'm meek and humble of heart, and then all of a sudden it jumps to the crucifixion scene when Jesus was hit by a, or should say pierced, by a lance. First reading is a difficult one, and it almost doesn't fit in the Feast of the Sacred Heart, because in the first reading, you've got something exactly opposite than God's mercy. You've got the city of I, spelled A-I. Strange spelling as well. But as far as I know, that's how it's spelled. I mean, that's how it's pronounced. So the city of Ai is a Canaanite city that had been turned so evil, and the Canaanites by that time had actually started to offer their children as sacrifice to Moloch. And what they did actually is they would burn them alive. And so God, who had sent the Israelites to take over their land, because they had turned, and 430 years earlier, God had kept on giving them chances after chances and says to, um, during the time of when the Israelites first went into Egypt, God says, in 430 years, not now, but you will get your land. And during that time, God had been working on trying to, but it didn't work, to try to change the people's hearts. But why put such a reading about the complete and total and absolute destruction of a city on the same day as a sacred heart. So let's talk a little bit about some strange images that were given. In the beginning of the reading, Joshua, by the way, in English is Joshua, but it should have been Jesus because in Surah it's Isha. Isha Barnun. Joshua is Jesus, the son of Nun. So it's the same name as Jesus. Same exact name as Jesus. And maybe they did it in English to change uh, a little bit just to differentiate him. So Joshua is told by God, take your spear. Interesting. Turn it towards the city of Ai. And they had already tried to destroy it and couldn't because of the sinfulness, not of the city of Ai, but the sinfulness of the people themselves of Judah, of the Israelites. Because now they were being influenced by them. So God says to Joshua, point your spear towards them. For because of that spear, because of that pointing, the city that has turned so evil will be destroyed. And completely and absolutely and totally destroyed. And the reason for that is this is where evil is completely and totally and absolutely destroyed. And that's what happened the moment that the heart of Jesus was pierced. And it's no coincidence with God that abortion, at least Roe v. Wade, abortion isn't done. I mean, this is where we need to keep that in mind. Not even close, but a lot of states, including this one, have anti-abortion laws. And therefore, what the, uh, the Supreme Court said is that now it's left up to the city, up to the states, and not the federal government, because that's an unconstitutional rule. It took 49 years to finally proclaim it unconstitutional, 
And they did it and they proclaimed it on the Feast of the Sacred Heart where there was a spear that opened up the heart of Jesus. So now, what is this all about? This is a revelation of God's heart. First and foremost, especially on a day like today, God's heart also goes out to all the children that died, the mothers that committed the abortions, the fathers who wanted them, and his heart also goes out to those who are now are become vigilantes and want to push and force abortion rights. It's not just us who don't believe in abortion, but God's heart is much wider, much greater. Jesus had said that when I am lifted up, Two meanings for that. When he's lifted up on the cross and when he's lifted up in the resurrection. He says, I will gather all people, all nations to myself. Today's no different. So today's a call. It's a call for mercy. It's not a condemnation. It's a call for mercy and it's a call for change. It's a call to have our hearts imitate the heart of Jesus. This is where we pray, O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, Make my heart, make our hearts like unto thine. And let's begin, first of all, in thanksgiving for the Supreme Court, but also calling upon all those who think that they're doing women a favor. And they're not, not even close. But we call upon God's mercy upon them as well. But we also call upon us, we're sitting here, or those who are listening or today, those who want to celebrate this great feast, is that we turn in mercy towards the love of God. That we respond to the love of God with love. That we also begin to imitate the love of God. The love of God that is burning for us, we need to burn our hearts for Him. We need to change our ways if we're falling in different routes and in different places or in doing wrong things. If we have anybody that has hurt us or attacked us, is to find the grace in God only could be done, that we turn to God and say, Help me, Lord. Just as you called for forgiveness, I can't, but I need you so that I can also begin to imitate you. This is the day that the Lord has made where he reveals the heart of God the Father, Revealed through the Son, because in the Gospel of John, the heart of Jesus is brought up in a couple of very faint ways. One, he says in the beginning of the Gospel that the one who came from the bosom or the heart of the Father is the Word and he became flesh with us. That's the Son. And then you have another heart. It's a heartbeat. It's not mentioned in the Bible, but it's there. It's when John, the Apostle, out of pain, puts his head on the chest of Jesus. What we see revealed in the cross, John heard with his own ears. And in that day, on the Last Supper, the heart of Jesus began to beat and began to be revealed. And the whole Gospel of John is a revelation of the heart of Jesus because it begins with a heart and it ends and it's fulfilled in the heart. So as we come, we celebrate this beautiful heart, and we pray 
that God can change the hearts of all those who are in need, beginning with us. That's why we pray, have mercy on us first and on the whole world, so that we may all together proclaim and say, blessed be the name of Jesus, both now and forever. Amen. Amen.